Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. Seriously, I appreciate it. If you're wondering what this podcast is all about, really, it's, it's about you. It's for you. It's about having conversations with ordinary people and yet hearing their extraordinary stories. It's a platform that hopefully challenges you to challenge yourself to change and improve. Without further ado, here's the rant. Enjoy. We're going to get into it. Hello, everybody. My name is Russ. Welcome to It's the Hybrid Model That You Know and Love, and it has been a while. My name is Russ. This is the Russ Rants Stream and the Russ Rants Podcast, and I'm excited. I'm excited for a couple of reasons. Number one, number one, it has been a long time, probably been too long since we've done a proper Russ Rants Podcast recording, but here's number two. Here's number two, and it's a big one. One, it's the first guest we've had since the pandemic on this podcast. Huge deal. And a second part of second part, I'm very confusing this evening, is it's my good friend. We actually had a very tight camaraderie both during the pandemic. We were kind of streaming cheerleaders for each other. And uh, it's my good friend, Raymond. Raymond, formerly known or currently known as Segdad. We're going to get into that. But it's just an absolute pleasure. He's one of the most creative people I know, one of the most charismatic people I know. And also, we didn't talk about this. He's one of the most lovable people. You're going to know. So I just want to point that out. So thank you, Raymond, for being a part of the Russ Rans podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. Of course. You. Yes. Of course. It's great, man. We've and each- Sorry? No, no, we've known each other for a long time. Very, very long time. And it's I'm kind of cheating, guys, because we can get into some of it, but we've had a lot of history before I even dabbled on Twitch. He started on, was it Facebook gaming, by the way? Ray, or was it? I started it? on Facebook gaming, yeah, and then it just, it was so bad that I switched to Twitch. And it's funny because I actually follow still a decent amount of creators on Facebook, and yeah. I don't think it's actually gotten any better. So, uh, yeah. We can we can get into that as well, but 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 um, I wanted to bring Raymond here, you guys, for a couple different reasons. One, I wanted to unpack uh, a bit of his journey because how it started. We can actually get into that, Raymond, if you don't mind. Quickly share because I I didn't want to go too far into your streaming journey, but I know that it was a decent part of some of this transition that you even recently had. Especially we were both going pretty hard in our respective yeah. mediums during. The pandemic, we were both very passionate, I feel, about the same things like community, relationship building. So if you don't mind, just for the the listener and the viewer, because this will be shot out on all podcast platforms as well, who are you? And where did you get started in kind of your, I'll I'll call it your online journey, but if you want to brand it something different, by all means, but just the floor is yours with who you are and, and where you came from. You know, I've always been, well, you know me, I always loved being in front of a crowd. Yes. Right. So that's that was never an issue. I enjoyed doing that. I think for me, when it came to streaming and stuff like that, I had been a bit through the ringer. I was looking for an outlet. I'd lost a job. I, you know what I mean? Like I was just kind of looking for just an outlet, really, right, to build something that I felt I felt was missing, right. And so what ended up happening was, is I I had talked to my wife and I was like, you know, I have worked in i've been in marketing kind of like like i've been in marketing and and graphic design and all that stuff my whole life um always dealing with people always doing stuff like that and then you know church stuff always had church stuff going there was always that there was always that in the background or in the forefront depending on what day it was and um i just felt that i just needed an outlet really bad to build something to do some stuff and so i thought well i'm gonna try streaming so i started streaming and i went hard like i was going 
I think for two years. I, I can attest for the effort level. I was five days a week. I was two to between two and four hours a stream. And I actually like, but when I ended up taking a break and we can talk about why I took a break yep. later yep. if you want. Yep. But when I took the break, I was, it wasn't too bad. Like I wasn't averaging hundreds of viewers, but I think I was averaging between 15 and 20 viewers. Huge deal. That's a big deal. Like, For those that don't know on Twitch, starting cold without an audience, without a community, and having anything above five is a huge deal. So yeah. just want to commend you on that. And huge it wasn't deal. every night, but I was like, there were nights like I had, it was about, like I had one night, I'll never forget that stream. Um, it was a December and, and I had someone come into my stream and I think I was at 300 viewers for... Ooh for something like a good half hour or something like that and donations and it was the hype train that's a crazy. high man that's huge yeah it, yeah it was crazy and and so like there was stuff that was happening but you know when i look back at it now and even, you know hindsight's always 2020 i think there was just, it, i was going too hard right and then trying to work and trying with family and doing all that stuff i i was very close to burning out Right. And so, um, but my whole journey with streaming was I just wanted to build something where I could visit with people and game and, and do stuff like that and just have a community that I felt, you know, there's a lot of now there is at least you can find a lot of streamers that are, that are, for lack of a better term, would be on that Christian side and it's a bit of a different thing. You know, it's not hot tub streaming, it's hot tub and bikini streams, well, you know. Though fascinating and interesting, that would be Ray. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you don't have room for a hot tub in your place right now. No, uh, yeah, just for, for clarity really quick, guys, I'm my basement's blown up and uh, I'm stuffed behind for the listeners out there. I'm stuffed behind like a sectional couch. There's toys behind me. This is not a virtual background. I'm keeping it real for everybody here, Ray, but yes, no, it's, for hot tub streaming, obviously, you didn't consider that. Now, with your journey, because, again, guys, background, um, Ray, you had set up, you had excellent aesthetics with your OBS. You had definitely put in yep. some investment even on your online store. You had set up a brand. And you yep. didn't just, like, set up a brand and kind of run with it. You, you built that identity. You, you, I remember when you decided to do the sleeveless checkered look permanently. Yes. And I was yeah. just like, oh my gosh, Ray has gone so hard into this. Yep. This is amazing. Yep. Um, yep. But you went hard. I, I do know that during the pandemic era, it probably was easy though. Maybe I'm wrong on your end to go hard because there wasn't much we really could do um, during that time. But did you kind of find that this, did you feel like it was a window that you're like, this is it. I'm going to give it my all and this is going to take off. Or was it on a daily basis? You're like, I'm going to go 100%, but I don't know if this thing's going to take off or not. My personality is, is if I'm going to do something, I'm doing, I'm, I'm all in. Right. Like, it's just the way I am, it, no matter what. And to, to give you a little bit of background, before I started streaming, I had started getting up at, I'm, I'm an early riser. And, Morning and person. Right, right before the pandemic started, I, I had lost my job. I think it was in October. So then I was like, okay, I need to figure out what I'm going to do here. And I didn't, I, I didn't have a job for, I didn't start. So it was nearly three months and I was looking for a job and stuff like that. But I was getting up in the mornings and I was doing like this, 
for lack of a better term, like this online devotional. Yes, I remember I, that. Yes, and I was. Yeah, I was at five a.m. and I was actually, I was actually, it was pretty crazy because I was pretty consistent too. Like you it were was five days a week, and then Nicholas started doing it with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and then what ended up happening was is it just got too much, right? With that, and then I ended up getting a job, and then that of course changes everything now. Because yes. Now you're. You don't have that spare work. time. Yeah, exactly. And we, we actually continued doing it for, oh man, I think we did it. Cause when did the pandemic started? What? March, 2020, March, 2020. Yeah. It's, it's kind of when think, everything hit the fan. Yeah. And I think we ended up going to like the summer, Nicola and I doing that. And through all that, I was also streaming in the evenings. Yes, you were. Right. So I was doing stuff on Facebook in the mornings and that the, the hope, love, faith, actually we had, we have a thousand followers on there. We were having people come. It was growing. Yeah, it was growing. Right. But it was just, it was, I I just bit off too much. Right. And so we kind of backed and you know, I've been going through my own personal journey too. Right. In regards to, to my spiritual life and stuff like that. And, and, and there was stuff I had to work through and, and stuff like that over the past few years. And so anyway, we decided that Nicola was like, she needed a break from doing it. She's not a morning person either. God bless her. I'm, she she looked I'm great. She yeah. was hanging on every morning. I saw her, and I'm like, "Good job, Nicola." Yeah, hair everywhere. Great job. You're up. Yeah. Well done. Yes. And um, and so we I decided to concentrate on the uh, on the video games. Yeah. And, and I was kind of just it was just a community building thing, right? Like I was just trying to build that community. I've already I played video games since i've been 10 since i was 10 years old you bet so it just seems like a natural progression right and we actually started building out the thing outside of sag dad we started building out sag squad and that's we started right doing that and there was about six members of that who all had logos we're starting to stream but then they all kind of went their separate ways it kind of just ended hmm. right and so it wasn't and you know what that's just the way life is right yes yeah so i'm trying to remember what your original question was no no you're it's fine it's it's kind of what got you into this in the first place because i know everyone's journey is different and like i said the pandemic in my opinion was a catalyst for a lot of people that i knew where they were kind of like on my end i got into streaming october 2019 i took a break from the russ rants podcast and i was like guys i feel like this thing twitch streaming on my end i never heard of facebook gaming to be honest with you was just like i feel like this is something that i would love to do is interact live with people and kind of take this as an opportunity to create an online community, whereas like when you're podcasting, you don't you don't have that live interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, then the pandemic struck, and Polo is like, "You're going to go crazy if you don't do something. Why don't you stream yep. three times a week, right?" And so on yep. on your end, there was no evening events to go to. We couldn't go anywhere. So a lot of right. people I know were like, "I'm going hard on streaming right now. This is amazing," yep. kind of thing. Yep. So I was merely I was asking you like how it how it started and what got you into it. Um, uh, yeah. You know, and, and we, I kind of, you kind of already answered a part of the question because having, you know, 300 plus viewers hype train for those that don't know on Twitch or any streaming platform, when you have a bunch of followers and viewers, you can also do donations or tips yeah. really is what they are. And you could subscribe to the channel. You can get emotes, you can get ad or commercial free viewing. Um, that's how the platform works on its revenue. And so when a hype train happens, it means multiple people are subscribing or gifting to other people subscriptions and making donations in a small amount of time. So when you hit a hype train, it's a very big deal. And again, for small community streamers, that is rare. 
So on your end, that I would say that's probably one of the highs. Can you think of a, a specifically high moment where you're like, this is everything I wanted to do? Was that the moment? Was there a different moment that stands yeah, out was, to you? It was crazy. Like, I'm not going to lie. You're always thinking about the monetary side of it too, right? Maybe It's practical. You have to. It's practical, right? And that was the craziest thing. Like, I made a thousand bucks that month. Holy that crap. One, that, one, wow. that one stream brought me in, brought in $600, right? US. And so it was just like, and so for me, it was just like, wow, what's that? But then the problem is, is you have a high like that. But then the next the next couple of weeks, it goes back down, right? Yes. And like, I think that the struggle with the, that a lot of people don't realize is that I think the average streamer on Twitch has maybe three viewers. Yes, that is like, the average. It was about, th- yeah. well, the top 1% have only three or above yes right yeah so for me it was it was kind of cool because i was in that top one percent but it's also you know you have it's priorities like right like i you know i would have discussions with nicola about it and 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 so what i got started was it was like i gotta find that platform because i was like you in the middle of the pandemic when the pandemic started because i think we started right around the same time yeah, uh, right? yeah, you were a bit earlier than me. You were on the Facebook yeah, gaming. Actually, I I, yeah, I think it was September I started. You started in October. So yep. I actually started that before I started the the Hope Love Faith. With That's Nick, right. Now that I remember. Yep. Because Hope Love Faith started in October or November of 2019, and I started streaming Sag Dad. And was that weekday September. mornings on Facebook gaming, or was that yeah. Saturday yes. mornings, I remember? No, that was weekday mornings. I was streaming – we were streaming – Hope, love, faith from six till six thirty a.m. and then in the evenings I was streaming on Twitch, my gaming, from seven till ten or even eleven. Like, I, yeah, so it was a lot. But then during the pandemic, you're, I, I just needed that outlet because I'm like, I'm like, you know, being in marketing, being in graphic design, you're always around people, and we just did this thing at my work where we did insights about your personality, and I don't know if you know the, like, the ones that go by colors. Oh, uh, red, blue, green, and yellow. Uh, is, is blue like, um, logical thinker calculator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Red is like, leave me alone. I'm trying to work very administrative. If you're going to talk to me, get through it. Green would be, I want to just, I want, you know, um, a little bit more calmer stuff like that you know very very low key yellow is charismatic extrovert yellow, yellow is extremely charismatic and extrovert and okay. so on our team at my where i'm working now i'm the only I, i'm the only yellow oh my gosh right? yeah what? no now they have a new person they just hired although i'm not sure he's as yellow as he thinks no anyway, you, you can yellow so, you got this so i was like everybody else was in that red blue and then i'm way down here and so for me I just needed an outlet. That's the main reason why. To go back to answer your question, I needed an outlet. I wanted to hang out with people. We couldn't do anything together in person. Yep. Right? So everything was online. Right? And so for me, it was that was my main reason was to have that outlet to to just try to build a, be a part of a community, build a community and get that social interaction that I wasn't getting for 2 years with the pandemic happening. And I guess before we, we go into kind of some of the harder moments, and I don't want to obviously camp there, but I do think it's important for anyone to understand a creative journey, whether you were creating online, because you also branched out, for those that don't know, you also branched out into like YouTube content. You were creating some yeah. videos for people. I really love that though, to to compliment you. You really tried to find that niche. You didn't try to cover this broad spectrum. You just said, hey, if you know, if you're in my demographic, so to speak, but you also are new to video games, let me let me educate you. And I thought that was marvelous. Um, but 
regarding some of the burnout, like with, with any streaming or, or media I find with content creation, the output required is so high to get a minimum traction. Um, and, and you were going hard. When did you kind of start to realize that you were kind of past the tipping point, so to speak, where you're like, I'm not having fun. This is work. Cause I remember texting you a few times being like, how you doing, man? And, and you were streaming and you're like, I'm okay. I'm, I'm tired, dude. And you know what I mean? So you're trying to be entertaining. You also genuinely love people, but you're also on fumes sometimes. Right. So I, I don't know you if you know, want to unpack that, but I just, you know, I had a conversation with somebody this week and, and I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. I'm not like that, but do it, man. Things, one well, of the things I've learned, at, the, at least in my personal opinion is I think people throw the term burnout around mm, really mm. easily and i think in some time sometimes it's they're using the term burnout to replace the term lazy really i i i'm not trying to offend anybody but it's like some people say well i'm getting burned out well are you because are you or are you just lazy unpack that what does that mean so well, when you say because okay so you have you have Oh, this is going to ruffle feathers, especially Do it. when it comes to Twitch communities and stuff like that. Welcome one to the my, Rust Rants podcast. It's all right. One of my pet peeves is I – did I just – I think I just pressed a button because I'm hearing an echo now. That's okay. Uh, I'm my, perfectly good on my end, but you let me know okay. if you need to adjust. Yep. <laughs> I did something here. Oh, I know what I did. I, there you go. Did some reverb. That's okay. Go for it. So – one of the things that drives me crazy is, listen, I believe everybody should go after their dreams. Absolutely. Absolutely. But on Twitter, what I've noticed, a lot of streamers who are trying to make it, there's a lot of excuses to being like, I'm so tired. I streamed three days this week, four days this week. I need to take a mental health day. I have no issues with that. Absolutely not. But what bothers me is when people start asking for donations, asking for money, because they hmm. don't they don't want to go get a job. Sure. They want to stream, right? Yeah. So for me, it's like I look at the example I'm trying to set where I'm working. Once I did get a job, I was streaming in the mornings. Yep. I'd go to work. Yep. I'd work nine to five. I'd come home, make dinner, do all that stuff. Do your prep because it's streaming yeah. is not just clicking record, no, by the way, everybody come down 45 minutes earlier to fight with your computer because all of a sudden your camera doesn't want to work. Mm-hmm. Right. And so cheers and to that. Then, yep. Yeah. And then you're you get everything ready and then you're streaming. And one of the things I tried to explain to somebody is that streaming is not it's kind of like golfing for work. <laughs> yes. it, it, people don't get this. Like when you golf, when I worked at the radio station, I used to have to go golfing with clients. Yes. It's not always fun. In no. fact, 90% of the time, it's stressful. It's not, it is because you're paying for everything. Yep. You're being on your best behavior because these are clients. They need to have a good time. You're deciding if you can, well, how good can I golf or how bad should I, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's actually, it's not like golfing with your friends. It's the same as streaming. It's like you, you it's work because you have fun, but you're, watching your you're watching your chat you're okay how's my sound levels how's the camera working oh my goodness i'm dropping frames it you know what i mean like what's happening so you're working the whole time as much as you're having fun you're still working right right and so i do understand the whole burnout thing i hold that so to get to your question is like what had happened was is nicola well you know nicola my wife she she's a good barometer for how our family is doing and stuff like that and what's happening 
and we got to the point we were having some discussions and she could see it she said raymond you're gonna you're 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 getting you're she she said you're gonna burn out <clears throat> i have a very hard time using the, that term because i have been burned out before um but i i i also never want to be a quitter like mm. i'm not gonna quit i i don't like i'll go until i burn out and that's the that's a huge issue Right. So to quickly pause there, would you yes. want to make sure that you clarify to people that with burnout, it's a much darker, scarier or exhausting place? Like what's the distinction between I'm fatigued or I'm, I'm running out of steam as opposed to I, I am burnt out. Is there well, a big distinction? And that's my whole point of that. People use that term burned out when they're saying, well, I just don't want to work full time. I just want to do three hours a night and I'm exhausted. I need it. Well, no. I'm literally people like you can't, you know, the Twitch streamers that have made it, they're mm. pulling 16 hour days. Yes, they are. Yeah. They absolutely seven days a week. Mm -hmm. Those are the guys who've made it. Yeah. Right. And, and so for me, I look at that and, and the thing with burnout that people don't realize when you burn out, nothing matters. Nothing matters because you're so burned out. You can't think you can't do anything. You're, you're in this dark space where you're like, there's no stimulus. Nothing gets you going. Nothing gets you going, so nothing matters. But then depression starts to hit, and then with stuff, with mental health stuff comes into play, it starts to affect the people around you. Right. And like when 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 Nick and I first moved to to where we are now, to Lethbridge, we were burned out from living in Calgary. You live in Calgary. You know how crazy busy it can be. Yeah. Yeah, right? it's and a different so, animal. It's true. Absolutely. And so for us, we I, and I remember then I traveled for a year and I remember one a guy who I like uh, mentored me, he, he really challenged me on it, right? About being burned out and stuff like that. And to make sure when you start making these things, your family is your biggest priority, right? And so for me, when it got to the point with the streaming where it was how many hours I wasn't coming back and then I'm back at, in the office out of the house, and then Nicholas at some point is like, Nick, Raymond, I need you around. Right. Right. And yeah. I, as soon as I hear that, I'm done. Right. Because it's like, as soon as my wife or my son say, we need you around. That's I've the hierarchy. It. That's the absolute. That's it right there. Because they are the most important thing in my life. Nothing else is worth right? it. Yep. No, it's not. And so for me, it's like, there'll be plenty of time. You know, I'm slowly coming back now. It's been about a year and a half. And I'm slowly coming back. I'm trying to do Thursdays and Sundays, but I'm so ridiculously busy with my side hustles that all of a sudden exploded towards the middle to end of the pandemic that I just, I can barely keep up. Like I'm working six days a week. I'm like five days at my nine to five, one day at my side hustle. Plus there's evenings, plus a whole new thing of creativity has just exploded in me that, that I had lost for probably 15 years. That okay. I forgot I had. Let's go there if you want. Like what? So obviously with this, you okay? Look, really quick, actually, before yep. we get into that chapter, you you segued out. How did you find that transition where you went balls to the walls? How did your community react? How did you decide to taper it down? Was it hard? Was it a cold turkey thing? What happened to you? Well, you don't forget through all this, I'd also launched SAG Beats. That's right. Yeah, right? I used yeah. them. I love SAG yeah. Beats. <laughs> and it, it's still going. It has eight albums on there. Caden and I are still, it's just we had to take a pause, right? Because he went to school and then mm -hmm. I'm, mm -hmm. so, so in the middle of that, I'm also trying to market for SAG Beats. I'm putting stuff out in the background. I'm trying to 
connect with streamers. Like I had like it was it was crazy, right? What everything that was happening, right? And yes. so I started telling my stream and that I was like, you know, I'm gonna have to go on a break here. And I remember I think it was in the end of May of twenty twenty. Sure. No, no twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty one. Yeah, it was the end of May. 2021 when I said, guys, I'm going to take the summer off. Like I'm taking June, July, and August off. I yep. need to. Right. Yep. And I got to concentrate on some other stuff. And, um, and so it was just a conscious thing to say, I've got to take a break. Right. And I thought the summer is a good time to do it because I want to be outside. I don't want to be in the basement. Yep. Right. Um, and so it was good. It was a good summer. Um, things, you know, started to happen. And then I just at at the end of the summer, I was like, I'm not ready to come back. I'm not. Right? I, I can and, relate to that. Totally. Yeah. And I just thought I'm just going to keep, I'm going to leave it. And I, you know, I, I jump on here and there just to stay the, you know, with, but you know, viewers move on, followers move on it, and naturally, of course. Right. Like, well, and especially if you're not going balls to the walls and not in front yeah, of their absolutely. faces easily, they will absolutely. leave. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. I don't have time to make shorts for YouTube. I I did make some videos for YouTube and stuff like that, some challenge, like some of those things. But it was just like I just don't have time, and I can make them, and I can do that. But it's just prioritizing, right? And right. So yeah, so that was the whole thing. So for me, it was a it was a cut it off. We're done for the summer, and then it wasn't until November last year. That I came back and said, okay, I'm officially going to try to come back a couple, like once or twice a week. And I haven't been able to do that so far because I've been so busy. It's just, everything is just, yeah. And, and yeah. And to answer, I don't know if they, yeah. So that's, that's how I did so it. So that was the transition. Okay. Yep. yep. You, now you alluded to something very huge where you're like something creatively hasn't come mm-hmm. alive within me within 15 years. So what did you segue to? Like, did you need time to heal or not heal? But like, did you t- need time to rest first? And you're like, okay, I just naturally feel like it's a break, not streaming, doing content. But obviously, as you alluded to earlier in the episode, you are a natural person that needs to build something or you need, you, you need to keep something. Yeah. So you've got a bunch of stuff on the side, but yep. what did you, what did you segue that into? What, what is going on in the SAG universe or the Raymond universe, whatever you're, you're labeling it right now, you know, <laughs> it's all the, it's all the Raymond universe right now. Okay. So basically okay. what had happened was, is after I lost that job in 2019, I got hired back at a radio station. And I don't know if you knew I, from 2013 to 2018, I worked at a radio station and I did voiceover. I did not know that. And you got a great voice. All, it makes sense to me. Over, well, I could do impressions, right? So I was doing, yeah, so I did all that. Plus, I was a sales rep, and I was their top sales rep for like two years. Okay. Right? Because I could just talk to people, right? Yep. yep. So then what happened was is I, I, I left that in 2018, went to this other job to do to do marketing, but then got laid off because the market fell out. And so that was in 2019, and that's when the three months without work, and we started the streaming and stuff like that. I ended up back at the radio station right before the pandemic hit. Hmm. And what happens when, when the pandemic hits with radio, the, any type of you any, cut it, man. All advertising's canceled. Uh-huh. Right. So all of a sudden it was like for, for 2020 and 2021, I made no money, like nothing. Like I was barely make, we were barely <sighs> making it. Right. So it was just like one thing to another. And then what happened was, is in, it was February of last year. I was just, 
looking i was well not till i was pretty angry about something and i wanted a different job so i went online and looked on indeed.com and there was a graphic design position Hmm. um for um a business here in lethbridge and so i was like well i can do that i can like that's what that's my background i'm actually a graphic okay okay i was gonna ask you because i know you had alluded to that i was like oh okay i went to school for it three years graphic design and, and art and learn my original thing in life was i wanted to be a comic book artist oh and snap so, love it yeah i love wanted it. to work for todd mcfarland on spawn and rob liefeld with um with uh deadpool those nice my, yeah those are my two comics i had the original the original deadpool number one and i gave it away for free no <laughs> yeah i was stupid i was only 16 well, so, yeah, uh... so. It is what it is. There are no anyway, regrets. So, we move on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I ended up getting the job as a graphic designer. And then what ended up happening was through that, they had been, they have an historic building here in town, the post building. It's the original post office. It's 110 years old now. And, Sick. And, and so what the, the business I went to, they remodeled it. They did everything. They own the building. And then they completely transformed it to something new and vibrant, but it's still got its, they still wanted to keep its history. Yep. So during this whole thing, when they hired me, I was originally hired to do booklets for other properties, but then they're like, well, you're a graphic designer. Why don't we have you do all the signage inside the building and all these things? So then all of a sudden this whole door opened up where I'm bringing them ideas and I ended up doing these, um, I should have sent you some pictures, sure. doing these um, panels, like they're five feet, they're, they're over boardrooms. And I would do watercolors on them and do all these things, they'd be printed. And so I did all this artwork that's in this building on three different levels. And down in the basement, I have, I hand drew like on, on my iPad, then blew them up like all these, well, let me see, I'll put it up to the camera. Why not? Why not? And sorry, listeners, you, this just means you're going to have to go on YouTube or Twitch if you, if you want to see this and that's okay. Um, or you can, or you can just describe it in great detail, but I don't think we do that, right? That's okay. Yeah. It's kind of, well, the curvature is this, the font is this. So this is one of the images that'll be outside the gym. Oh, sick. Yes, sir. And like, so stuff like that, like all of a sudden I'm, I'm doing these, I'm doing these. I did this one. From scratch or. Uh, No, those are, what I do is I find like, like, um, you know, on Splash, they're yep. all free pictures that you could use for anything. Yeah. Then what I do is I draw what I saw, what I see. Awesome. And turn it into inks, right? Awesome. So, so all of a sudden, this whole thing started, and now all of a sudden, I'm like, I forgot I could draw. I forgot I had this whole art side in me. You know, Russ, wow. I haven't played my bass in three years. Wow. Like I haven't. Like it was just, I just walked, like I basically walked away from all the artistic side of me, right? And was just. And for those that don't know, Ray's a phenomenal bass player. I'm going to brag about him. Phenomenal bass player. I've had the pleasure of playing with him a few times. That dude is a different animal. Okay. Well, sorry. Continue. You're quite the drummer. So. Gosh, but, yeah. And you know what? I'm the same boat though, man. I haven't drummed in about two and a half years. So it's time. It's just time. And so I kind of walked away from it all. So then all of a sudden at this new job, Manu, at my new job. I, this artist, I, it finally clicked on me. Like it was just missing. I love this. This fills me. This is amazing. It fuels me. Well, and so then on top of all that, so then all of a sudden I'm doing all that. And then all I started that. And then all of a sudden I had a couple businesses that I worked at the radio say, Hey, 
would you help us with our so with no way yes yes then i was like well yeah of course so then all of a sudden i'm finding okay well now that outlet's happening where i'm doing being creative with these people social media and now i'm being creative at work and now i'm doing it at home right like i'm i'm doing my own art now that i I have a whole idea that i'm the whole creativity side me i want to build a i want to I'm not going to go into details. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, as yes. A graphic designer. Yes. So then I was like, well, yeah, of course. So then all of a sudden I'm finding, okay, well, now that outlet's happening where I'm doing, being creative with these people's social media, and now I'm being creative at work, and now I'm doing it at home, right? Like I'm I'm doing my own art, but I, but it's it's going to be kind of like, it's going to be religious and Christian, but I want it to be dark. All right. I'm into right? that. Sure. And so I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, there's, yeah. Okay. So I have this idea. So now I'm in the evenings, I'm working on that. And, and then it's like, and because it's, it's just captured me so much. It's like, I don't want, I don't want to be distracted right now. Sure. Do you know what I mean? So well, it's a priority time, and, and, and there's absolutely. momentum and it's doing the opposite of draining you. It's yes. fueling you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and the best part is, is that because I'm on the iPad, I can sit beside my wife on the couch and draw. Yes. You're, she's doing you're still present. Exactly, right? Instead of downstairs in my corner with the green screen up and the lights on. And, and, and I mean, our wives can attest, unless it's an emergency or it's either really hard to try to distract or come in and yeah. quickly, hey, I need to talk to you when we're like yeah. fully set up. And like you said, you're watching your 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 other monitor, you're watching your levels, yeah. you're engaging with, with chat. And then, so it's, it's, you're not even close to being present. Pola has even right. told me, she's like, when you game with your friends or you're streaming and these headsets are, these headphones are on, you're gone. Yeah. Unless it's yeah. an emergency, it is a huge deal to try to get you to interact, right? Whereas. Well, and I couldn't even use my, I couldn't even answer a text or anything because I was using my phone as my camera. Oh my gosh. Right. So yeah. then for, so for a year and a half. Like I did a whole video on YouTube on how to set up your stream for less than fifteen hundred bucks, I think is what it was. Yeah, yeah, I remember I, that. I put everything on there and why why it was like that. And so I set up my like in that picture behind me, everything you see, I got for fifteen hundred bucks. Crazy. Crazy. Because I, I, I just worked worked I'm Scottish, man. I worked it out. I figured it out. Yeah, found it. <laughs> I found the bargain bin, but you found the value. And yeah, like you said, so you're absolutely right. You're, hmm. you're not distracted, right? Like, and you don't want to be distracted. But on top of that, you just, sometimes it just you can't be distracted, right? Because you're just so focused. So it's tough, though, Ray. And and I'll I'll pause you here because you're such a a positive and uplifting person. I I do personally think that there are going to be people listening to this that have felt like they have been desperately searching out something to try to find that thing in them that makes them tick. I, I know, I think, I don't think it's even the pandemic. I think honestly, society can be very demanding. It can require yep. a lot of us, a lot of people, as you know, they, they binge Netflix or they, they yep. go home and they kind of turtle up a uh, long day at work. I'm reading a really great business book called traction right now, where it's, you got to get the right butts in the right seats. Yep. And as I read more descriptors, I feel like a lot of people I work with or have worked with are forced to do a job to pay the bills, to live the life but it's not yep. through their giftings. It's, you know, yep. it's extroverts working in an introverted position and introvert working in an extroverted position. Yep. So you go home and you're not fueling yourself. I know a lot of my friends, they feel exhausted. And yep. rather than try to, like, no one's instinct is to go around being like, I need to find something that gives me passion. It's like, yep. I'm going to watch the latest episode of The Last of Us and then go to bed or yep. watch five. So yep. what would you say to people 
They're like, Ray, I can't find, it's been 20 years, 10 years, five years, whatever. I don't find anything that gives me passion. I can't find it. I, I, I'm desperate. I've tried so many things. Now I'm just tired. Is there anything you would say to that? I think the problem with that is I look at myself and working with Summits has been life-changing for me because what you just said was my entire life because I'm always that loud person, that outgoing person, that right. that yellow. Colorful. You're a colorful person. Yeah, yep. That yellow person, I'm always – there's a stigmatism that comes with that, right? And sure. you end up being pigeonholed into something you're not good at, like with the radio station. I don't – I hate confrontation. But when you're in sales, you got to be in sales, Ray. You're charismatic. You're a great people person. But that's not me. Like Mm. I'm a people person, but I don't want to push sales. I don't need, I don't want to do something right. Like I was good at it because I could talk, but then you go to other jobs. It's like, well, I want you to do this, but I'm so like in my job that I'm in, they know my strengths and they know my weaknesses and they sometimes ask me to operate in my weaknesses, like administration. I'm terrible at administration. I really, really am. I hate Excel. I hate like all like I'm I'm terrible at it. But because I'm kind of running the graph design and the marketing department, I need to be administrative. So there is a bit of a learning that they're walking me through and they're helping me and they're learning. But that's only probably 10% of my time. The other 90%, they're like, go crazy. We pay you to be creative. Yes. Be creative. Yes. And I'm literally just, I draw and I color all day. That's what I do. Right. And so I look at that and I think to myself, perfect so, fit. So for me, it was like, it wasn't like, and I know exactly what you mean because I was so drained. Like you work and you're in this position. And that's actually, I believe, where burnout starts to happen. Grinding right? it out when in something that you're not mat- you naturally not made for. Comf- exactly. Right. And so it, it, that's why you see a lot of, pastors burnout or yep. you see a lot of teachers burnout yep. or something like that because they they're good at what they do but it might not necessarily be what they're most comfortable doing sure where they're gifting peaks yes do you know what i mean like yep. we can work on our gifting but there's certain things we do where all of a sudden that gift peaks and it's like oh that's what you were made for yeah Right. Yeah. You so find that me, sweet I, spot totally exactly right and so for me it's like i think for those people who you know I listen to this guy. I don't read a lot of books. I'm not, a, if I do read, they're mostly just for me to just forget something. And I sure. read an adventure novel or something like that. Sure. But I, I'm not the deep books, like, like the business books. I'm just, I can't read those. That's all right. But I listen to the podcasts. Yes. And I can't remember his name. I, I can't remember who it was, but he was talking about how people are always like, like, so for instance, what I'm doing right now is I work from my nine to five, then in the evenings I'll do my art, but then on the weekends or on Sunday I'm working on my on my. You're always working on a side hustle. Sure. So people are people. This guy was talking, and I'm probably going to get the whole thing wrong, but the guy was saying he's like, people always want to say, well, what, what was that saying? You got to find your passion and then get paid really well for it. Yeah. But a lot of times, your passion isn't necessarily going to make you a lot of money. No. Right, there are like, countless just, musicians that can attest to that. Well, there's countless artists, artists. that, like, just art, art in general, unless you're super lucky, is not going to pay you a lot of money. Well, and don't right? get us started on AI now, also stepping into that 
a read-up. Uh, so no, don't even get yeah, me started. Don't worry. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's the moment you said art. Everywhere. Anyway, so so then I, I he what he said was is like make make your side hustle your passion. Right. But work your day job to pay the bills and then find a side hustle that you love. Because if you're like, I'm in a job that I hate. Well, what you should do is you concentrate, you do your nine to five to be responsible, to contribute. Pay the bills, pay man. The bills, pay the bills. And then push, find that thing you're passionate about in your side hustle. Yep. Like I was lucky enough that I'm passionate about creativity and graphic design. So it worked out. You know, one thing that happened during the pandemic that was amazing. Hmm. Russell, for 20 years leading up to the pandemic, when I'd go on to Indeed, there'd be nothing for graphic design jobs. Nothing. When the pandemic hit, graphic design exploded because all of a sudden business owners were like, uh, I don't have a store anymore. I need an online I need marketing. Friend. I need a presence. I need social media. Mm-hmm. So you, I'd go on to Indeed. There'd be like 400 new jobs every day. My gosh. And they're all, it was crazy, right? So like I lucked out with that. So I have that going. But I think for those, for those people, like for me, you also, I think, forget what you were passionate about. Yep. Because kids come, married life happens, you know, you get, you grow up. Or you got to pay the bills and you just kind of exist in a job. Totally. Exactly. And so for me, it was like, I, I literally forgot I could draw. And then all of a sudden it was like this iPad, I started drawing. I'm like, I completely forgot I could do this. And it just lit something in me. Right. And so I think to me, I was like, look back at what, if you, if a, if you're like, I can't find anything to be passionate about, well, look back and see, well, what were you passionate about before you were tired? How do you, let's just play on that phrase for everybody, but how do you forget to draw? You know what I mean? Like, cause we, I can relate to that. I, I know what I, I know what you're talking about when you say that, but like, how does that happen? Like, honestly, when you're, when you're because doing you're your nine, so distracted with everything else that you forget some of those things that you love doing that you were actually good at. You just forget. It just becomes you get so caught up in the mundane, you forget about the incredible. And then like we've talked about, you're trying to self-preserve. So the last thing exactly. you want is to try to take a shot at being like, I should yeah. draw tonight. Well, that's another should. And that's another thing. I just yeah. want to curl up in my couch and pray yeah. I fall asleep before 1 a.m. and get ready for yeah. another day at work. Right? Yeah. Well, one of the things that really helped me too is when my iPhone started saying, hey, you spent 12 hours on your phone this week. Whoa. Whoa. Let's go. What? Let's go. And so now I've got it down to, I think, three hours in a total week I'm on my phone. So, which still to me is a lot. Sure. But I remember there was one that came and it was 12 hours. And I'm like, okay, that's way too much on my phone. Right. So, but I think, yeah, like, I just, you just, I don't know how to explain it. You just, you know, you can draw, but you just forget. So you never do it. Right. Like, you just, you get distracted. So I guess let's try not, we won't, we don't have to go into making this too practical. This is about you and I'm glad to have you. And again, thank you for all those listening and watching the restaurant stream and the restaurants podcast. Um, I guess let, let's go one practical step and let's go back to your journey. If someone is really out there right now and you find that they're more on the verge, let's call it fatigue rather than burnout. Cause like you said, yeah. it could just be people I mean, I know I've thrown out the phrase burnout when it's, I have nothing to look forward to, right? And that's not necessarily burnout. That could just honestly be your your resources are spent and you've got nothing that's fueling you back up. 
Is there a practical step you'd recommend anyone? Now, I know that you got fortunate. Like, you you got a job that's like, yeah. and you kind of stumbled into this full-fledged now 90% jet yeah. fuel of your creativity. A lot of us don't get that uh, either. And again, just to clarify to everyone, you took years. This was years. Oh, this wasn't like, yeah. guys, I've been doing this for 25 years. Work, you know, no. what, what is it? Love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. And it's like, yeah. I have worked millennia, right? I have. Yeah. <laughs> you've spent decades yeah. doing stuff that you just need to do to pay the bills. Is there any practical step that you would encourage it? What if someone says, I don't know what my hobby is. I don't know what I would enjoy. Is there anything practical you would well, tell just them? Try anything then. Okay. Like, like Nick and I have this discussion too. Actually, you know what you should do is ask the person you're closest to what you're good there at. There you go. That is a great, right? great idea. Like ask that person, ask your other half or ask, ask your best, best friends, friend. whatever. Like ask your parents will always say, well, you're good at everything. Don't parents, listen to them. Know. They're lying. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> lying. You're terrible, right? You came in last in every race. Uh, no, but like ask those people, what am I good at? Well, you know what? You're really, really good at gardening. Okay. You know, I look at Nicola and through the pandemic, you know, she's always loved gardening. She's doing, but we're in Canada. Yeah. Like we get to garden two months that, a year. That shuts down for what? Yes, absolutely. But now she started to bring, as long as we keep them, as we keep it on like down a little bit, she has plants in the house. So she's, she starts doing some, she's doing gardening in the house. I'm aware bit. of the plant game. Yes. Yeah. And so Godspeed, it, sir. I tease her about it, but it makes me very happy that on Saturdays, cause you know, repotting, cause it's something she's good at and she loves it. Hmm. Right. And so I look at that and think, well, if you're, if you're a person that's listening and you're like, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what I'm passionate ask about. Ask people that ask, care about you. Ask people that know you yes. very, very well. Yes. Right. Wow. And they'll tell you, oh, you're really good at that. Cause I think there's things that we just forget. We're not even forget, but you just don't notice. You just don't think at. about it. Yeah. Right. Yep. So yeah, that's what I would do. Really good. Really good. All right. So now obviously as this creativity is booming up here, you're getting excited. You got this injection full of passion again. What are you wanting to build? What are you building? But what are you wanting? What like, it, yeah, stuff is naturally happening right now. You're drawing a lot more and stuff like that. Yeah. But we also know you and you're a builder. Are you trying to do a lot of buckshot projects or have you, have you filtered it down to two to four, two to three that you're really I'm, wanting to go after right now? I'm always doing something. Sure. Um, but I'm honestly, for the first time in my life, I'm, I've always gone with the flow, but let me just say for the first time in the past five years, I would say that I'm actually just relaxed and I'm just going to just, just relax and see what happens. No expectations. And so to there's speak. none, you know, that I'm as a, as a person who's with my personality, I'm always that dreamer. I'm always like, yep. Oh, this next thing could just be the greatest thing ever. And so for me, it's like, I'm easily distracted too. So I'll start a job really love it but then oh something other shiny is happening so i'll go to that and forget about what i was doing so i've made a commitment with this one that it's like no i'm gonna work this through and i'm gonna do an hour of art every night i'm mm. gonna you know what i mean stuff like that and i'm not gonna just jump to a different project if this one gets a little boring i do recognize that i can't work on the same project day in and day out sure without going crazy so i have to switch it up Right. But for me, it's like, I'm not concentrating on, this sounds really bad. I'm not concentrating on building anything. Mm. I'm concentrating on growing something. Like that creativity in me, that 
Like I can grow this to a different level. Let's see what can happen with that. I'm not going to try to build a community. I'm not gonna, like to build a brand, build a build a brand or anything like that. Cause I think I want community around me. And I think it's the community builds itself. Hmm. You just, you're just, you just kind of are part of it. Right. Like I, I actually look back and think when I was starting that I'm, I, I think when a Twitch streamer says I'm building a community, I think it's wrong. The community is building him hmm. and he's facilitating a community. Sure. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And so like, I look at that and I, and, and, and so for me, it was like, I, I wasn't in charge of building anything. Right. I was in charge of just being a part of something. Right. And hopefully guiding it in a direction that was healthy and keeps it growing. Right. Like as a custodian of a community more than a builder of a community. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Well, it does. Uh, and I was going to ask you, do you think that that's maybe where we're experiencing some content creator fatigue? Because I, I personally have gone through my own journey. Uh, I took November at, whoa, no, I took December and January off. Mm -hmm. And I hit that exact same chapter where when I said goodbye to the Rance fam, uh, end of November. Uh, I finished my November campaign. It's one of my favorite times of the year. I had to make yep. sure we stayed online for that. Then Christmas yep. came, I was changing careers and it was like this relief came off my shoulders and I, yeah. I paused and I took a step back and I thought, this isn't the way I should feel if, if right. I'm doing this the right way. Yeah. I shouldn't feel like, oh, thank God. Like I've hit the pause button. Now I can rest. It's yeah. like, am Am I burning something wrong here? And only recently have I really tried. Now, to defend members of my community, there are some really great chat members uh, yep. and longtime supporters of the Rants fam where they have supported me saying, just play what you want to play, do what you want to yep. do. But the problem is my personality, maybe you're similar, was like, yeah, of course, but like, I don't want to fail either. Like, I don't, exactly. I don't want to yeah. suck at this because I'm doing something I enjoy and no one else is enjoying it. Yeah. Right. I've had that exact conversation with Zeke. Yes. Because he's like, well, just play whatever you want and just stream while you're doing that it. That stresses us the F out. It does. It totally does. <laughs> because you're like, but I still want to be successful and blow it out of the water. It, and you know what I mean? And nobody wants to watch me play asteroids. Right. Right. Like, right. Yeah. If we're being real. So, right. Yeah. So, so going because to. Because in the end, you still want to grow that community. You still want it to get bigger. You still want to find the. You still want to have the Twitch version of successful. That's right. Right? It's like, well, you have partner or all this other stuff. But it's like, so it's not that easy of just saying, well, just play whatever you want. Just I, when, when I see streamers say that, it's like, well, it's easy for you to say. You've You're there it. now. You Congrats. 50 million followers. So, of course, you could say, just stream. Well, yeah, I'm you, going to RuneScape yeah. for a few weeks, and yeah. you're not. You're going to go down to 2,000 viewers instead of 10. Yeah. Oh, no yeah exactly yeah you know yeah um so what i've i've tried to do the same thing i think we're on the same vein here where i've really tried to slow it down and i think you really hit something that i would want a lot of people to listen to where it's build yourself first and i know it can freak you out because again you're like but i can't quantify that i can't measure metrics i'm not getting views i'm not getting progress this doesn't help me with my goals but i can i ray and i can both assure you dear listener whether it's content creation streaming anything you want musicianship uh, a side hobby that you like gardening for all i care if you're doing it for the wrong reasons 
you will flame out. I won't call it burnout. You'll just, it'll leave. You'll go away. It won't fuel you. Whereas I can guarantee you, Ray, you doing this, the way you're pacing yourself, the way you're like open-handed. I've got no goals. I don't want by the end of the year. I've got my vision board. Let me ask you this though. Let's, let's see if this just gives you that trigger though. Is there a time and place for that? Is that healthy? Or do you think you really have to go in moderation with your own motivations first? Because I see influencers all the time saying, you know, manifest your destiny. Put this on your vision board. Every year I've got a vision board, blah, blah, blah. What's the balance between... So that's, but that's a personality thing. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like Like at my work, my boss just sent out, he's a complete red. And he sent out the alpha type a, a vision board. Let's three month, six month, one year, five years, 10 years. That's his personality. He likes that. Now, as for like me, I love a goal line. Sure. I need a goal to run to a measure of success, a measure of progress. Absolutely. However, I really struggle with laying out a vision because my personality is I'm just, I go with the flow. And I just want to be creative. And no matter what happens, my I'm not in a direct line. I look at my life as I as my personality. I'm not in a direct line. It's a curve. Yeah, it's you going bet. Here, it's going there. I'll get to that goal. But it's weaving. Thing. But trying to. So I think I tried the vision board. I really did. I have a whiteboard Same. on the, that wall behind. No, there's a green screen. Anyway, I have a white. I have a whiteboard up, and it still says. My week day, the vision board and every, like this followers, subs, donos, like, whatever. And and it actually stressed me out so hard that I had to just be like, nope. I walked away from it. Yeah, it became I an eyesore. Anything on it. And so for me, it's like, I think it comes down to your personality. Okay. There are people that need vision boards. There are people that need to write down their daily gratitudes. There, there's yes. people that need to do that, right? It's, yes. They journal, they do stuff like that. There, it's, it's a personality thing. My personality does not go well with vision boards, or or ten-year plans, five-year yeah, plans. It doesn't, it doesn't because I'm, the way I am is I'm caught up in the moment I'm in. If when I'm at work, there's a goal for me to get to. This is my goal for this month. I understand goals. Yeah. However, my vision is to get everything out of the day I'm in. Yep. Right. And, and I know that sounds, I, I think it can sound like cop out. That is your personality I, though. But I can't help it. Like I'm, yep. I live my life moments to moments. Yep. Right. It, like there are, of course I want to like 10 years. Yes. I, I would, I would love to be successful. Strive for a million dollars in 10 years. Sure. Sure. If it happens, it happens. Sure. Right? Yes. But I'm not going to write it down on a, yeah. Well, it's almost like so, like the law of diminishing return, right? Which is where you, I, maybe I'm quoting the wrong law. Where we, there's actual statistics where it's like if you set anything above three goals, you may yeah. achieve one. So twelve to yeah. ten, one. Uh, yeah. Eight to you know eight to four, one. If yeah. it's one to four, maybe one to two, one to three, you'll hit one for sure. Yeah. And the point was buckshotting, spreading yourself out, not having a, a, a focus and not having a clear goal that actually is true, uh, it won't happen. And I, I think I, that's something I regret as well earlier in my streaming as well is that I tried to do it the way everyone on YouTube said to do it. 
Yes. Right. That was my like, too. you got to set up your setup this way. You got to do this. You got to make sure this. Have a vision board. Set up yourself. Five minute intro. Uh, like, and, uh, like... <laughs> and I'm just like, and, and now I'm like, if I just did things my way, mm-hmm. regardless of measuring. And guys, let's be real here. Like, we we always love to have viewers. We love to have that community. However. If we didn't make that the focus and it was like at the end of the night, I want to get off being like, I am so glad I played games with X or I'm so glad we talked about X and that's your goal because you want to feel good about it. Or I want to draw draw a badass picture and enjoy it with some nice music. If people come in to say hi, great. If they don't, I still drew a badass picture. Yeah. I feel like the target is, is not only more reasonable, but it's also healthy for you. Yeah. Potentially. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a messy one, Ray, because I think we're both very similar and we, we definitely bent, went through some similar journeys on my end. I'm creeping my way back into what I love, which is broadcasting. Right. And obviously with the creativity side on your end, is there, I mean, especially all that you've gone through right now, you've kind of already hit into it that you're kind of opening your hands. What does the future look like for you? I'll, I'll give you the floor with that. What, what does like, you know, whether it's few months, few weeks, few days, what what is in store for the the Ray world that you're building I, or just I enjoying? Honest, I honestly I don't even know how to answer that. Hmm. Like I know like I just I for the first time in my career, like I'm talking about work like work whatever job I did, I did everything I needed anything to feed my family. That's right. Right? Responsibility. Like, it was just the commitment Get it done. I made. I, the, I was a nurse's aide. I wiped butts for a living. Yep. Like seriously, I, I I worked with special need kids, which were awesome. Sometimes I wondered who was actually the person struggling with special needs there because they were so brilliant. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And like I, I, I worked as a framer, worked, you know, like I did it all. Um, but for the first time in my work career, I'm in a position where I'm like, I hope this is the last job I ever have. Hmm. Right. Because I want loved. I'm, you know, I'm in my forties. I'm going to be retiring in 20, 30 years. And I I'm like, I don't want to switch to another job because for the first time in a place where it's like, they know exactly who I am, what I, what I'm good at, what I, and they don't expect me to be anything other than who I am. Which is huge. Right? Huge. And so for me, in regards to that, I'm so content all of a sudden in my work that I'm not even thinking about, well, where am I going to be in five years, 10 years, right? Because I'm like, I'm just- I'm loving it right now. I'm, I'm loving where I am right now. And, you know, I look at what Zeke is doing and how Nick was doing, and we're in a good position in our work lives and stuff like that. And, you know, inflation sucks. Yep. But like, it's it's to the point. So for me, it's like, I don't, I, I don't know what's going to happen Russ, but I'm willing to see what might. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So I I would rather stream once or twice a week. Yes. Being fully rejuvenated and in a good mood than exhausted. Do the thing. Exactly. Do the thing. Yes. And so for me, it's like, even if nobody comes in, like I did a stream the other night, two people there, whatever. It was fun. I don't care. It's not why right? you did it. I, I, I'm, and now I'm using OBS. I don't even have the numbers up of how many people are on there. Wow. Like, wow. I just saw it. Like, I'm just like, I'm just going to stream. And if people join, they join. And if they don't, they don't. And that's and liberating. So, I can attest. Exactly. And so I actually did an art stream, a test with an art stream where I was drawing on stream. 
And I think I may actually slide to that more because sure. I'm enjoying it so much. Yes. Right. Yeah. So one night maybe drawing and then the, the next night or then the other night would be gaming. So yeah, that's all I, I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm, Happy to see what kind of ride it's going to be. I'm proud of you. I'm honestly proud of you. And, and again, for those with background and context, we've we've known each other a long time. We were texting each other. Uh, I know that we were both watching each other's streams. We were like, you got this, man. I'm rooting for we're you. We're both so tired. We're just like, I'm tired too, man. Do you hate this? Well, yeah, I kind of want to die. All right, cool. And, uh, you know, but the fact that you're happy right now, because I've seen it on social media, I'm just like, what the hell are you doing over there? I didn't know who you worked for. I didn't know what you were doing. You're just like, yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so, I'm like, cool. Good yeah. for you, man. And like, so, I, what was I, I think I, when it was at the peak of my streaming, I was streaming 30 hours a week. Plus, I was working 40 hours a week. Right? So, I like, listen, when I say burnout is real, it is real. I'm not saying everybody who says I have burnout is not. Just be cautious with that phrase. That's Just all we're saying. With the phrase. Because I did that and I didn't burn out. Right. After two years. But I was tired. Yes. And that's when Nicola said, you're going to burn out. I'm, she was starting to see the signs. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so for me, it was like I lasted two years working nine to five and then streaming 30 hours a week. Like, Unbelievable. Yeah. 20 to 30. Like it depended on how because I would do four hours Monday through Friday. No, I do four hours Monday through Thursday. Friday nights, I, I would start at nine and go till one o'clock in the morning. Yes. And then I'd get up Saturday mornings before Nick got up and then I would stream with three other people yep. on the a Fortnite thing. And then I would stream Sunday evenings if I decided. I to. remember like, that. It was crazy. You were on all the time. I remember yeah. often going about my day, surviving with my kids and doing stuff and being like, is Ray still on or is he back on? And yeah. that's why I would, <laughs> that's why I would often try to be like, Hey man, how you doing? Yep. How we doing? Yep. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up with this. I think yep. Ray, if anything, I think you'd give a lot of us, whether it's tryhards or high octane personalities or just people, I think in general, I think this, this kind of speaks to everybody because you've got a lot of people out there just hoping for something that gives them excitement, gives yep. them life, gives them community and other people that are high octane goal setters who want to hit those high targets. They have almost unrealistically high expectations of themselves. Yep. I think you give us hope because you weren't, it wasn't like you could have even lined this up with your employer. It things worked out. And you're experiencing this freedom, this joy, where you're like, I forgot I could draw. Yeah. And now I get to draw. I get to be creative. Um, and I think on my end, it, the challenge I'm walking away from is maybe don't settle. Um, and, and, and I'm not even talking about employment because we you've emphasized, I want to say in a healthy way, you've said pay your bills. <laughs> Put yeah, food on absolutely. the table. Take take care of your your, your people. I think, though, what it is is don't, don't settle for I – look forward to getting to my couch every day. No. I look, I look forward yeah, to right. hiding after work or whatever. I, I don't care what it is. I've fallen into that many yeah. times where I'm like, I want to go to my room, sit down and shut the world off. And, and that's, that should be a warning. Um, yeah. That should be a warning. I would definitely say that your advice to reach out to people that care about you and say, Hey, nothing right now is inspiring me. I don't need you yeah. to wow me, but like, have you observed anything that gives me joy, anything that gives me life? So on my end, Ray, I'm very grateful you were here because I think I needed to hear this. And I think a lot of people are going to need to hear, oh, maybe I don't have to have a career that's a dream job, 
but maybe I do need to discover what something I should invest in as a passion project. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Why not? Final words from, from Mr. Ray. Uh, where can we also find you on social media if you want us to find you in social media? And if not, is there just a final shout out you want to give to everybody? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's the Bergens Love Food. Uh, B-E-R-G-I-N-S, right? The yep. Bergens Love Food. Yep. And uh, I, you know, I've had a lot of funs on funs. I'm on Facebook. I'm also on TikTok. Those ones are a little bit so more. So great. Uh, you tried have the, you seen the ones you on tried TikTok? the Oreo challenge. I'm so jealous. I yeah, I did. And then I've been mixing a couple different drinks just for fun on Fridays. Yes. People, some of them are terrible. So I have another one coming out this Friday. So I've actually been enjoying that. I don't care if my all my information is getting stolen off my phone. I'm like, I'm having fun on TikTok. <laughs> so I'm like, that just, I believe TikTok is Raymond Bergen also. Okay, so, just Raymond um, Bergen, R A Y M O N D B E R G I N. Everybody, Raymond Bergen. Yep. Find him. So, he did the Oreo. Is it Oreo and mayonnaise? No, what is it? Oreo. No, and, it's Oreo and sour cream. Oh, and thank God! Sh- it was shocking how it, good it was. It, it just it made me laugh probably too high when you're just like, I'm gonna need an insulin shot at the end of this one. And Paul <laughs> and I were like, Oh my gosh, Ray! But as you continue to dunk and have another one, it was fantastic. It was so good. It was so good. And I'm I'm jealous. I still need to go find gluten free Oreos to do it myself. So. Are you gluten-free? I am. I am uh, gluten-free, not celiac, wow. just intensely. That, has it helped you? Uh, when I first got Sorry, married. That's the conversation that's, we can have. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Very quickly, it, it was uh, when we got married, there was nothing but rice cakes and vegetables. And now there's all these gluten-free products and you go yeah. meat and you avoid bread. And it's been actually fantastic for me. Nice. It's marvelous, marvelous. There you forced go. Forced diet, my friend. Forced diet. So there you go. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Raymond. This was great. Just so everyone knows, I messaged him like two days ago and just said, Ray, I would love to have you on this podcast. I haven't done an episode in months for. Would you like to? And he did. So thank you, Ray. Everyone else, be your best self. If you have any comments, questions, send it to russrantsreal at gmail.com. You can find me on socials as well. Find the Bergens Love Food and Raymond Bergen. Love y'all. Thank you very much. Ta-ta. We'll see you next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Restaurants Podcast. Feel free to like and subscribe to support. I love hearing from you, so make sure you send me any feedback and show ideas at russrantsreel at gmail.com. You can find me at Twitter at russrants1 and Instagram at russrants. Thanks so much, and I hope to see you next time. Seriously, take care. Bye-bye.